Lunchtime in Rome, episode two. We are back. And uh, reminder: last week we uh, we talk about how we're all alone, and what we can do to meet those needs of of being alone, and how to do that. And we're gonna get more into that in the show in general um, coming up here. But I am again joined by Brian and Jay, two of my best friends in the world. And uh, let's get things going. So, Brian, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic, Eric. I am still in a little bit of a tryptophan uh, induced haze here. And uh, so, you know, tripping on that trip to fam, fam. Um, but I'm doing great. Um, I'm excited to be here today and, and just continue on with this podcast and, and uh, see what we can discover today. Yeah. I'm excited to be here um, in Rome. Not really. Um, and I wanted to clear up, you know, Romans 12, 15 is a book in the Bible. It's actually a verse in the Bible. And it says, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. And that's what we're doing here. You know, it's it's sort of like we're hanging out in Rome, sitting around the table, talking about life, but it's focused on that. And that's what keeps people from being alone is having someone to rejoice with and someone to mourn with way too often at our best moments and our worst moments. We look around and we're like, is it just me? And then very often the answer is, yeah, yeah, it's just me. <laughs> um, and one way that happens, I think a lot is during the holidays and oh, yeah. and they can be the greatest of times and they can be the worst of times and it could be a tale of two thanksgivings i don't know now i'm just talking but <laughs> how did everybody's thanksgiving go it went really good ours was pretty quiet um and i know each week we like to talk a little bit about food and we're going to get into that um but my thanksgiving was nice and quiet we we stayed here at our house and hung out with our new baby girl maggie and my in-laws, uh, Jack and Patty, and we just had a nice, easy-going day of cooking slowly and and. How many times it. have Jack and Patty been mentioned in a podcast? Oh, once. Yeah, just now. <laughs> um, How many times have they listened to a podcast? Zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a it was an easy-going day, just relaxing, good food. Um, just hanging out, watching the Macy's Day Parade. I'm a sucker for the dog show. I, oh, yeah, we did it, too. I love it. Oh. I love it. First year, we watched it the whole way through. And They're you know all... what? I love Best in Show. If you've ever seen the movie Best in Show, it's a great movie. They're all very normal dogs. <laughs> I see them all the time. There's nothing wrong with those dogs. I just love them. Uh, what a life. And that's one of those things where it's like, we've got it pretty good. If we have a dog show, we're doing okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is why a lot of the world hates us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that being said, we can talk about everybody's Thanksgiving, but I think one thing we should talk about, and maybe you guys think about this as you're, as you're talking about how your Thanksgiving was, what's your favorite Thanksgiving side? We all love Turkey, you know, it's great, but what's your favorite side? So Brian, how was your Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was really, really gratifying and fulfilling. Um, I guess that's really the best way to put it. Woke up with, two kids in my, in my bed and with my wife and we just, you know, kind of woke up together and, and just hung out, went down and watched the parade. 
drank coffee, just basically hung around all day. My sister was doing Thanksgiving dinner, so we didn't have to do any of that. You know, we don't have to prepare it or anything. Did you bring anything? No, we didn't show. They, uh, no, they didn't want us to. Outstanding. You know, and, oh, and they just moved. So did you go to the new house? They just moved. So, we, I mean, we got them a, like a you know, housewarming present and gave that to them, but we didn't have to take any food or anything like that. So basically, we just ghosted not. all day, went and ate, and we just had a great time last night. It was It was just fulfilling to be there with family and um, good moments, you know, laughter, good food, and just, just, I felt so blessed looking around so many times going, I can't believe I get to do this. So, um, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. The, I think it's a great time to actually reflect and like be thankful yeah. of, of the good things. Focus on the good. Right. Um, and the, yeah, that's awesome. Jay, what about you? The exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> and not that it was like not good. But as far as the opposite of, you know, oh, cuddle fest in the bed and hanging out and, you know, a little quiet. We, I come from a big family. I have four brothers and sisters. They're and, all seven feet tall. Yes. And over 400 pounds. They are that's, that's a big giant. Family. They cast a shadow upon me. <laughs> um, but uh, three of them live locally. And so all of them came over. We had 21 people in our house yesterday. We emptied our living room. And put in four folding tables. We called it mega table, so that all because you know we don't have a real big house. I was going to have a giant house. Yeah, <laughs> I, I tell you, it's we, enormous. We just put in the sixteen leaves of our normal thing, and Homer was down at the other end yelling, <laughs> "Look how loud I have to yell!" <laughs> but and we do divvy up the food, and so everybody's bringing something. But I did two turkeys, and I was in charge of stuffing, which I kept making stuffing all day just to practice to make sure it was right. And I made a bad batch and I went to throw it out in the backyard. And What I was ran... bad about it? It was a little dry, okay. which is funny because yeah. being... Can't dry. You can't have dry stuff. No. It. And being gluten-free, I can't taste it. So I've got to give it to everybody uh, else. Right. So I kind of... But we're not going there. Not today. Not today. We'll no. talk about that later. But going into the backyard to throw it out to feed the animals, there was at least a 10-point buck standing right there Whoa. i mean its rack was two and a half feet wide and he stared at me like boy you in my backyard <laughs> and i was like yes i am and there are <laughs> laws about you shooting me here my, and my <laughs> joe said you should have shot him i said with what my fist <laughs> but it was outstanding and everything worked out and same thing at one point you look around the room and there's 21 people and that includes spouses and girlfriends and whatnot and I said, before we prayed, I said, you know, we could do the cliche thing and talk about what you're thankful for. I said, but that's sort of disrespectful. Well, and there's 21 people that would take. It would take a very uh, long. Well, we did during the meal. Quickly, right? quickly. Oh, you can. Turkey's cold by the time it gets to the table anyhow. <laughs> but he said, really, if you say what you're thankful for, I mean, you should be thankful for everything. Yeah. We're so blessed. We sure. can say like, um, my family. Right. Like, okay. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. But, um. I was greatly uh, thankful and appreciative of the fact that my smoked turkey that I mm. made, which was a little risky because it was under 40 degrees, and they tell you you shouldn't uh, smoke under 40 degrees. Really? It, it won't work as I well. I actually told Jay for recommendations. <laughs> I, I needed an assist. Uh, my, my brother-in-law's was, you know, 130 degrees, and they were like, come on, we're trying to eat. So I yeah. had to call Jay for some uh, some technical advice on cooking smoked turkey. And it was an outstanding moment because it was five minutes before everybody got to our house. And I was like, I had everything set up. I'm like the DJ mixing over here, spinning over here. And <laughs> and he took else. my call. And yet he took my call. Wow. I'm so awesome. <laughs> and humble. <laughs> 
but I, uh, but I was uh, excited about the turkey, and I, I did something, which is a great word. I spatchcocked it. Oh, boy. Oh. Can we get into that on this podcast? Is that what we were labeled? Yeah, we're a clean podcast. Huh. I don't know. Well. But that, I do know kind of what that is. You actually cut the backbone yeah. with scissors out. Then you flip it over, and you crush the breastbone, and you flatten it out. And, and what's the point? It makes it, as I demonstrate with my hands for the audience. Right, great pod. Right. It makes it perfectly flat, and it reduces the cooking time without drying it out. So you're actually cooking a flat turkey? Pretty much. Interesting. Yes. You just you smash Quality it down. The the same. The taste is the same at the I end. was shocked. Wow. I mean, I have, Never heard of I have smoked some poultry before, and it tastes like you're eating a campfire. So yes. is the downfall you can't put stuffing in there now? Well, you certainly can't because there's no... There's no room for it anymore. Right. 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 So, but... It went. It was outstanding. It was so juicy, and I got compliments on it. My other bird that I roasted was fine. It was fine. It was a roasted bird, you know, whatever. But the, the smoked turkey was smoking is the way to go. And I made gravy out of the drippings of it, and so it was literally smoked gravy, and mm. it was ridiculous. And I got some compliments on that. So all in all, it was an outstanding night. Lots of fun. We they helped us tear down the tables, and we had a mini dance party, which is hilarious nice. when you have from seventy to. 13 dancing in a living room with the sound system blaring. That's awesome. What kind of music? Was it all over the board or is it? It, it was all over the board. It was a lot of younger stuff. Um, what did, oh, the song, uh, It Wasn't Me. Wasn't yeah. Me. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah, that's it a good a song remix. to play with your family. Yeah, I said to my to my niece, I'm like, is this a clean version? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. And Well, the first line isn't yeah. clean. Yeah, I'm whole... swearing, but the entire message of the song. And then I turned and looked at her. It wasn't and, me. And it was Lydia, just to put it out there. And she goes, well, you can barely understand it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's what we did. It was a Thanksgiving uh, tune. But that's awesome. Yeah, classic. <laughs> yeah. Another question for you guys. Real cranberry sauce or in a can, Ocean Spray, not a sponsor of the show, um, Ocean yes. Spray cranberry sauce right i like the canned stuff <laughs> right out right out and it, it's the shape of the can uh, dig in with a spoon no thing. i can appreciate both i myself i like the canned i like the gelatin Man. of it you yeah, just put a little sliver of that right on the amy turkey. loves the can so we have both she makes the real stuff which she likes but she loves that seeing all the ridges mm-hmm. on the yep. on the gelatin no yep. that, oh. so good. now we no, have people that bring so it with like better. a crumble on top and everything else you know we have somebody that brings a cranberry dish that's like high end yeah. as well yeah, yeah so we do have and i can appreciate that to be honest i've never really gone there with cranberry like i've never yeah tried to make a Super duper cranberry. See, I like dish. getting that real cranberry sauce, and the next day you put it on the sandwich. It's one of the layers on mm-hmm. on your turkey sandwich. Like almost. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. Oh, so good. And then you put a little bit of the extra juicy stuffing in it, and you call it the moist maker, like Rosted and Friends. Oh, snap. Um, we had asked about different sides. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Side. So there's one that we make. Uh, my mom makes it, or I make it sometimes, you know, depending on who, who volunteers. Uh, but it's sweet potato casserole, yep. which is, I think, like 14 pounds of uh, butter and a couple <laughs> one sweet, sweet potato. One, a couple <laughs> sweet potatoes. Now, it's, it's, it's very rich. It's almost like a dessert, but it's like this mash. And then you put it in like a uh, clear Pyrex and you bake it. But on the top, it's all this crumbly. Um, you got oats, like from oatmeal and brown sugar. Yeah. And oh my God, it's, it's so. We so make good. something similar. Yeah. We know the oats. That's, yeah, the oats. That sounds like a good tip. 
We good. do pecan. You do Rotate. pecan. You do it's nuts. Uh, you can. It's it's in there. We don't. You know yeah. why ruin things with nuts? You know. Ah, so. I like nuts. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So that's that's what we. Uh, that's that's probably my favorite side, and a good green bean casserole too. Like with with the, you, you know, really French onions. Did you ever have somebody make the green bean casserole with like frozen green beans? Yes, this happened before. And, and you're were... like, what do you? Why? Well, like, no, in a can like that was picked years ago yeah and softened by metal like that is green it should, bean it should taste like it came from a cafeteria yes, like cafeteria yes. leftover green beans there should be no texture no texture <laughs> i think my, so my favorite side is definitely stuffing like if it was like socially acceptable i would just my whole meal would just be stuffing big bowl <laughs> like stuffing from Africa. Stuffing. <laughs> eric are you eating that with a Good ladle <laughs> Stuffing. It's so good. It's so good. Now, do you go like fancy poo-poo oyster stuffing? Or are you like celery, carrots, onion, bread? Yeah, that, the classic stuffing. <laughs> but you put it in the put it in the bird. Get all that oh, all so this wet. Yes, yeah, get the, all that seasoning going. And like we got Amy was uh, what do you what do you call it? Uh, Cooking the the turkey with like this. It was like an orange juice, brown sugar mix to like coat the oh, turkey. Give it, yeah, give it like a like a crisp outside. But some of it got into the stuffing this year, which I was like, eh, that's pretty good. Eh. Um, so, so yeah, that that's definitely my favorite that's favorite side. Recipes evolve, man. Little yeah, things like that. Yeah, things. right. Yeah, I, yes, absolutely. Oh, grandma used to tweak it just like this. Yeah. And what did she do? It's oh. like, that's awesome. Yeah, so fun. This is so great to talk about this stuff. Oh, and, and we're not sick of it. Yeah, it's the next day. We should all be like. Yeah. Well, I ate another dinner. I can't like wait for lunch today. Yeah. I mean, I, oh I, yeah. Oh, Midnight second dinner. dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, second dinner is awesome. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. somehow I was still hungry three hours later. I have no well, idea. Well, because you expanded your stomach so much, and then it actually shrunk a little. Mm. So your brain was like, gotta get back to again. where it was. Well, and like Black Friday, it's like the only day that's like it's acceptable to have pie for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like you're not really gonna get away with that on Dude, a regular Wednesday. Back in morning. the day, back in the day, going golfing. A can of Coke and a Hostess cherry pie for breakfast. Oh man, I would die twice if I had that right now. You would see me curled up on the ground, just lurching. A can of Coke and a Hostess cherry pie. Oh, that was breakfast of champions. Oh boy, I have no favorite side. Everything's good. It's all good. If you get real good mashed potatoes, Ooh, like real good yeah. mashed potatoes. Uh, speaking of your sweet potato casserole, because I did a smoked turkey, I made a sweet uh, potato. Uh, a gratin, mm. uh, otherwise known as a casserole, yeah. uh, yesterday, and I made it sort of southwest. So I added a lot of like you know, chili powder, and I put a, some poblano pepper, and Mexican cheese, Um And I, I had no idea. I was just sort of loosely going off because I don't do recipes. I'm like, oh, layer this, layer that, some shaved onions, poblano, and some yeah. cheese, and then I put some corn chips on top that were crushed, and a little uh, sour cream, or as I like to call it, grandma. Um, and I put some lime and, and that was so funny because it came out and I'm like I don't know and my brother was like that's even better than the smoked turkey and I was like wow. two for two wow. two for two I do like a good mashed potato yeah. Amy, a good Amy old cooked school. hers oh. in, the, in the slow cooker all day she cooked the potatoes to get them soft in the slow cooker Ooh. season them a little bit yeah. As they were, yeah it was good last year my mom screwed up and baked the potatoes and then made mashed oh. potatoes it was really it was interesting it wasn't horrific because it was mashed baked potatoes. But that's like the only potato that I really don't like. Is a baked potato. Yeah. I like everybody else's baked potato. Mm. Like if I make a baked potato, it's terrible. 
Like, do you have to have it loaded to eat it? Yes, but the, and that's the thing. You like you have to put right. the sour cream on the cheese, the onion. Like you smother the thing as like the reason to eat everything on top. Oh, it's kind of healthy, you know. It's a baked potato. Yeah, you know? and then you put like a mound of cheese on it. It's like a taco salad with like all the ranch dressing <laughs> right. and everything on yes. it. Yes, we just found out Eric's very passionate about the baked yeah, potato. Yeah, can... I'm a salt and pepper butter guy, but um, like if I go to my mom's, it's like that's the best baked potato I've ever had. Huh. And she's like, honey, I put it in the oven for 45 minutes at 400 degrees. Yeah, I go it. home, I do the exact same thing, and <laughs> no, it's not crispy. I do like a, a baked sweet potato, though. Yeah, that's that's lovely. Yeah. That is lovely. Yeah. Got to have a little bit of um, brown sugar and cinnamon. You can. I, I'm, I'm fine with just some butter, but mm. a little brown sugar is good. Yeah. A little nutmeg. Sure. Sure. Mm. But I think what's cool about the these memories and these times is every bit of food goes back to family or situations or things like that when you're like ah these are good times mm -hmm. you know these are good times and that comes back to emotional needs and that's what a lot of this podcast is about and we talk about it so flippantly oh emotional needs but i think our whole world is relatively ignorant to what they are absolutely and, and i think they know when they don't have a met they just don't know that and it's it's such a simple thing like people say oh that hurt my feelings and, and, and most often, people don't even do that. You know, it's, it's just sort of like, you fine? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something wrong? No. Yeah. And you might get, well, that really hurt my feelings. Well, emotional needs are specifically those things that are hurt or not met. Yeah. Um, we talk about them. And there are things like, you know, being accepted. Acceptance is an emotional need. Respect is an emotional need. Security, a huge emotional need. And these are the kind of things that we don't talk about. They're not in our lingo. And so somebody says, well, that hurt my feelings. And you go, okay, well, sorry. Mm -hmm. What have we accomplished? Right. Are you really meeting that emotional need? You, you're not because you don't even know what that person's addressing. Right. And if we rejoice with those who rejoice, what are we rejoicing? You know, I'm rejoicing that you had a great peaceful and full of security Thanksgiving last night. And it was mm -hmm. calm and you had a baby. And I, yeah. you know, and I'm rejoicing with the fact that you could appreciate how much you enjoyed, Brian, your time with your family and just being calm all day and then crazy with the family at night and everything else. That's rejoicing with that. The same thing is true if you're mourning. Well, what are you sad about? What has happened? And that's what the emotional needs are, are things that make us feel good or feel bad specifically. We don't ever get to the specifics. Right. Um, you know, I think if you look at what are needs in general, you got physical needs. You need, you need a house, you need shelter, you need food, you need water, and you can get those needs met. You have intellectual needs. You know, Eric, last week we talked about how, you know, you mucked and grinded your way through your education in various ways, and it was not traditional. You don't have your PhD in uh, online marketing. Is that correct? That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> you, but you've gotten it done. There were ways to meet those intellectual needs. Yeah. You know, as a pastor, I'm well aware of spiritual needs. And, and we've talked about how you can do that in a uh, traditional way, going to church. You know, you have a meeting, you have this, you have that. Or non-traditional ways, you know, and you go out and you walk in the woods or you go find your crystals and you stare into them and something. <laughs> I'm not mocking it. I'm just making fun of it. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, wait. That's, it's so funny how the truth always comes out. But where do you get emotional needs met? Each other. Right. In relationships. In relationships. Right. And how's that working out for most people? 
not good. They want to run away from a lot of their relationships. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or there's conflict. Yeah. Why? Because emotional needs aren't met. Right. And that's why there's such a huge need for what I think, to be very open and honest and vulnerable, what we're doing. Because you teach people, look, here's how you do that. You can meet, you know, when you don't feel right. You know, I mentioned last week, I felt like something was missing for a lot of my life. Nothing was catastrophic. You know, it just, something was missing. And looking back, it was because I never knew how I really felt. I didn't know what was missing. I didn't know what wasn't being met. You know, for me, this may shock you, but attention is an emotional need and is my, one of my greatest emotional needs. You I was, need attention. I need attention. And I was the fifth child, as we've mentioned, of my family of giants. The baby. I was still am the baby, mm-hmm. both uh, literally and figuratively. <laughs> and I mean, my sister, we would be sitting around the table, much like we did last night, but when I was younger. And because I was the youngest, nobody listened to me, ever. Right. And so somebody would be talking about something, and I would make a joke. Well, nobody would hear it, except for my middle sister, Kathy, who would then immediately repeat the joke and the entire room would be like that is so funny Kathy you are funny (laughs) and so that's how you know that emotional need you know became so that's for me as big of an emotional need as as I have yeah can I can I ask from your perspective I mean obviously you know we're, we're post Thanksgiving in the holiday season here and again like we alluded to in the beginning this is a really crappy time for a lot of people it might be the first time they've gone through without a loved one or you know the first in a lot of different things Mm -hmm. first post-divorce this kind of thing whatever um or it's just this general hey we've you know we've been as a family together we're going to get together do the family thing what is the way that like what's common in you know the whole family situation and then how do we go from Here's how most people handle their their issues and their, you know, all the way down to let's handle this properly. Like, what's the start of that? Or is that a completely different, you know, podcast? And, and So are you saying how do you survive yeah, like, like if you the overwhelming to, if you emotions? If you want to start looking, like, looking from the lens of emotional needs and, like, this is a great time to do it because you are going to be around a lot of people that have probably hurt you emotionally in the past <laughs> and are probably hurting you emotionally right now. How do you start to say... All right, I got to deal with this. We got to go to this family function. I got to talk to this person. I love this person. I want to make it better. But here's where we're at. You know, this this top level, here's where we're at right now. How do you start to drill down and move to a path of health in your family, in your relationships? I think the, the biggest thing you can have is someone. If it's just one person, you know, a lot of times that's a spouse, yeah. that you can weather the storm. Because you can't, you cannot change people at all. And so, you know, the aunt that's going to say, so you put on some weight again this year or, you know, oh, you're still doing your hair that way or how's that? You know, she's not going to change. And so you've just got to have that lifeline, even if it's not your spouse, it's your friend that you can call beforehand and say, man, I need you to pray for me. This is war. I'm going to do what I can. And to know that on the way out, what are they going to do? They're going to mourn with you. Yeah. That you know at least, oh, I can't wait to share this with them. And they're not going to say, well, you know, your grandmother, she's set in her ways and that's who she is. So deal with it. So deal with it. You know, what do you expect? And all those things. But if they can simply just say, ugh, literally, that's a great response. Ugh, Mm -hmm. I am 
cramped up in my stomach just thinking about you trying to choke down that meal yeah. while your mother was passive aggressively beating you up over your relation, you know, whatever yeah. it is. So I think it's, again, the key is having someone to rejoice with or more specifically in this case, someone that can mourn with you. Um, I was looking up, there was an article, How to Survive the Holidays. And the advice was, it was hilarious. There were things that were like, come up with one-liners that are statistics from something random. Like, hey, how about that volcano to redirect the information? And another one was do Facebook research before the parties and to get people to talk about them. Hey, I heard you just bought a, or helped build a habitat house. How was that? Good luck distracting yeah. people. Right. Well, one of the things that you often talk about is facts, logic, and reason. And there are times and places for facts, logic, and reason. But a lot of the times when you're trying to meet emotional needs, the two of them don't necessarily coincide. You can't come to somebody's heart and say, well, here's why you're wrong. And, and here's why you're dumb about that. And that sounds like what you were just describing. The article sounds kind of like it might be a redirect into more safe territory, but it's still not addressing whatever you know, hurts or needs that might right. be there. You might survive that meal. You might survive that meal. <laughs> but you're Maybe. putting a Band-Aid on it. At best. Well, and like Amy and I were talking, she told me a stat that the day before Thanksgiving is the is the day that most people drink. drink. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I was like, really? I was like, that's really fascinating. The day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday before. And I was like, but it makes sense because there's probably a lot of people. And it's not, I mean, yeah, they're probably, it's probably about the drinking. And they just want to, you know, sure. have a little bender before sure. they got to yeah. deal with with family or whatever. But it's probably also about just going to the bar and sit here, like just airing it out to somebody that they trust or just somebody that will listen. That'll listen, or like, you know, not going to judge them, right? You know? There's some, yeah, like you know, I have to go deal with these people again this year. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. I know, blah. Me too. That's why we're both here drinking. <laughs> right. You know, and that you know they're meeting each other's need with a relationship, <laughs> like you like you've talked about, Jay. Well, you talk about how. Family, think about what we just talked about. Where should your emotional needs be met? In a family, in a relationship with loved ones who care about you, who know you. Where are we getting our emotional needs met? Elsewhere. At a bar. (laughs) Right. Because you walk into a bar and you say, oh, my wife, oh, she just, she's just making, you know, she's just busting my chops and nothing is ever good enough. And the other guy goes, yeah, man. Oh, that's terrible. I hear you. I hear you. Right. Whereas you go to dinner and you say, how are things? And you're like, oh, it's just been tough at work. Well, I told you to get a different job Mm -hmm. and I don't understand why you're still... So, yeah, that's why. Or if you go into the bar on a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving and you go, man, it's outstanding. People go, hey, good for you. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. well, you know, there's still something bad might happen. So you want to hold on to that. Yeah. Right. You know, and so. The other that, end of the spectrum, too. Rejoice, you know, as we talked yeah. about earlier. Yeah. The, they're not going to one-up you or anything else like that. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> what are your uh, emotional needs? What's your highest? Um, highest? That's tough. Most. Top three. Um, it's probably somewhere along the lines of encouragement and appreciation. Um, I'm a big fan of appreciation myself. Yeah. I mean, who isn't? And if you look no, at the I'm, list. And I know we'll, some people. Yeah. They're just like, hey, I really appreciate that. And they're like, mm, yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> it's fine. I just did it. Don't worry about it. And it's funny because like when, you know, I found through like 
talking to you and stuff, mm-hmm. I've learned to react better to when somebody does give me appreciation because mm-hmm. we think, I think we mentioned on last week's episode where we don't know how to react to somebody like giving you good comfort or giving you like meeting that emotional need that you have. So when somebody does give me like, you know, the, the, the appreciation that, that I was looking for, it like kind of catches, it used to catch me off guard, but now I can like totally give a, a, a great response like oh you know eric your drumming sounded great today oh i really appreciate that i've been working mm-hmm. on it and i'm so glad you noticed like you know just things like that just kind of throwing it back at them and appreciation for appreciating me you know what i mean right yeah <clears throat> and i think what's cool about that is like you said it felt awkward it felt cut you off guard literally that's having an emotional need met mm-hmm. like that's how foreign it is yeah you're yeah. like oh that feels good Huh. Feels good, but uh, uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, about this. Uh, <laughs> I prefer like a little bit of self-doubt yeah. and anguish. That would be more comfortable for me. That's fine. But um, you said encouragement. Mm-hmm. Now, what's yeah. the difference between encouragement and support? Um, encouragement would be somebody like telling you and get, like giving you like a pep talk on that you can do it. Yeah. Like, you can do this. This is great. Some somebody that would give you support would actually be coming alongside you and actually helping you with whatever that task is. And those are drastically different. Yes, very different. You know, you're sort of saying, "Hey, believe in me, but let me be." Yeah, let me do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Right. Don't don't get in here. And that's with me. very much me. Right. Yeah. My daughter Bella is huge on support. Yeah. Zero for encouragement. <laughs> I believe you can clean your room. You can do it. I can't do it. And you walk in the room with her and she's like, okay, this goes here. This goes here. And it's like, well, so what about you? Um, I would say for me, it's, it's respect and um, some kind of um, combination of respect and appreciation. I want to know that what I'm doing makes a difference. And I want to know that um, I have this thing about being made to feel like I'm dumb. And I take, I take things like way, like somebody, you know, could say something and and not even mean even the remotest, but if like, if it doesn't hit me right, I'll be like, what do you mean? You know? And then I have to go on, not an offensive, but more of a, a quest for myself to understand where, why are you saying what you just said? What place is it coming from? And you don't give them the benefit of the doubt in that point. I, I, I try to, and I try to, but don't. sometimes I don't because, you know, like I, I, I get defensive, you know, and, and I have to figure out where's this coming from? Why, why, why did you say that to me? Um, so yeah, yeah, there are times where it can get a little aggressive or even a little psychopathic, you know, even though I try not to, but um, I would say those are, you know, for me what I need. When we were talking about this earlier, it was hilarious. We were talking about it and Eric, when I said, Brian's, you know, what do you think his highest emotional needs are? How long was it before you screamed out? I don't, I don't know if there's like a, a dimension of time that like no. could describe no, how no short it was. Millisecond didn't really do it. was that. respect. Jay was still talking. Maybe we even said it before Jay I didn't even say Brian. Me. I didn't even say Brian. I was just like, yeah, hey, why, what do so you? Why did, why did you jump on that? Why did you identify that so quickly? Like, just because I know. As my best friend. I mean, like what? Just because I know you and like. It's just it's just who you are, uh-huh. and just being around you, um, you know, like Amy, she's very big on support, uh-huh. you know, and encouragement. She's both. Just depends on the situation, right? But just being around you, I just know that you you like to be respected, and I think everybody wants respect. I think it's just that Brian, you you have a higher need of it, and you know, you respond and you well with it, and you can tell that you just need respect just over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what we have to understand is. 
everybody has emotional needs. We have more needs for some, less needs for others. But that there is no shame in A, having emotional needs. I mean, there's people that I have taught who are like, nope, I don't have any. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. And they're like, nope, yeah. nope, I don't have any emotional needs. And you're like, you do. You know, um, Everybody does. You're a human being. It's right. in your DNA. But yeah. you also, there's no shame in your game for what your emotional need is. Right. You know, my highest emotional need is attention. That's the worst. I mean, nobody ever says, oh, there's Brian. He has such a high need for respect. Like, nobody does that. Oh, that person always needs support. But, oh, attention-seeking behavior. Oh, he just always needs attention. You know, that is one of the ones that's the worst. They call it the black sheep of the emotional needs family. Yeah. Because um, it has such a negative connotation to it. But You're you know, a needy person. It's like, that's who a needy person is. But what's what's awesome is that I don't feel that about it. Like, that, I wouldn't have guessed that. Like, right. I guess Brian's so fast. Right. <laughs> I'm much more veiled and dishonest, and I hide it from people. <laughs> oh, wait, no. No, that's not it at all. No, because I've centered my life to a point where I, I've got that need met. Right. So I don't have to that's act out. That's my point, right. The real yeah. key to emotional needs is have that need met so that you don't try to steal that need. Right, yeah. You know, someone who has a high need it, for yeah. security. Um, emotional security is the one that calls their spouse. Did you get to the meeting? Is everything okay? Okay, call me when you're done. Where are you going next? Okay, are you all right? Did you lock the doors? Did we turn the, you know, that's because they're not having that need met. If that right. spouse would just call them and say, hey, got to my meeting okay, they'd be like, oh. And so, and we can talk about that more as we go down the road. Yeah. And, and one of the things, and I, I want to describe it like this too, you've also mentioned, and I'm going to use a very specific example of you, Jay. Yes. You've also mentioned a high need for appreciation, to feel appreciated. Yes. And so Jay does this thing on Tuesday nights where him and Rachel <laughs> open up their home and people come over. Jay makes food. This There's isn't a, an open invitation. This is not an open invitation. Anybody <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there, there is... Um, so Jay makes this food and, and so good. he makes this chicken that like, it'll be like Thursday or Friday. And I'm like, oh man, I, I need to eat some chicken. I need to eat some of Jay's chicken. And uh, so, but every time like, and every time we go and every time we talk about it, even now, like right. I feel I'm giving you a gift, not, and I'm not doing this like to be any, for any self gratification. Right. But when I say, man, I appreciate your chicken, I can feel like like the sun shining on a flower and like the flower going, <laughs> oh, yay, I love that, you know, like, and that's such a nice thing to be able to give. And what does I, that, what does that cost you? Uh, it's nothing. And it's, you're not it's, being. It's, it's stopping and recognizing the situation and, right. and, you know. And what's nice is I know you're not being dishonest. You're not greasing me. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not. I no, don't I think. just freaking love your chicken. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple quotes I, I here today. If we it's could so timestamp these. I forget what yours was. <laughs> but yeah. Um, nuts. Eric likes nuts. Yes. There it is. This is a clean podcast. <laughs> it Stay is. Stay focused here, guys. In regards to sweet potatoes or sweet whatever potatoes. it was. Sweet potatoes. But no, that's a great example. And every week he says it and I'm like, ah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, See? that's awesome. And that's how it works. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I had a great moment with uh, Brian, which I think to a degree we could focus now on our do better segment. Mm. Uh, my yeah, lovely wife. And you know what? Speaking of emotional needs, I want to make a disclaimer. I was telling my lovely wife, Rachel, about our do better segment. And I looked at her and it was that it was that moment when you go, she's not receiving this the way I'm intending. And she said, that makes me sound mean. And so I just wanted to clarify, not that she's ever going to listen to this, 
that this isn't about her being mean. No, no. She's rooting for people. Yeah. To yes. do better. She is a great encourager. Mentor. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. Wordsmith. Yeah. Um, yes. So, but Rachel very often will hear somebody just drop the ball, do something wrong, maybe not even do something wrong, just not do the right thing. And she will say, do, do better. better. Yes. And so this week we want to talk about do better. Do you better know, people. What can people do better? And I wanted to bring up Black Friday shopping. And very quickly we decided what? It's trite. It I is think trite. was the word that was used it twice. It is played out. Now this is coming from a podcast where we spent 20 talking minutes. About, uh, cl- cl- talking about Black Friday is trite. On Black it, Friday. Yeah. Yes. Everybody does it. That's what we mean. No, oh, Black would, Friday shopping is trite. It's, I would say it is. Well. Cliché. Talking about it. Right. He's actually saying it is. Oh, yeah. Both. Actual shopping. I'm kind of neutral here. I'm, 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 hey, God bless them. That's what they want to do. I'm fine with people going and shopping on Black Friday. But for us to talk about it, like we are, we're already talking about it too much. Would be trite. It's been too much. But what's funny is we spent 25 minutes on Thanksgiving sides. Yeah. So trite. So trite. (laughs) That's so good. And it's so awesome. But it's so, but it's, it's that's something that's gratifying. joyful. Yes, there's good emotion attached to that. Right. Like, Whereas right. Black Friday's like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Stand in line, people yeah. beat each And I don't even do it, so it doesn't I've even never matter. Done it. I've been out twice. May, may, I take that back. I think. No, I've been out twice. Today? No. No. Ever on <laughs> Black Friday. And like the, the one time we went, we were out at my aunt's in, in Harrisburg, and we went to Best Buy to get i believe it was we needed speaker cable because she just got this new surround sound system and she was going to hook it up and we were working on that so we decided hey let's go to best buy and get speaker wire and this we'll do this on black friday it'll be fine blah 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 good times that's the only thing that like we needed well everybody like rushed into the store and got what they were right everybody and they they (laughs) went to what they wanted got it and then got into line and we pretty much did the same thing we didn't like rush in, so we got in the end of that line, and we were there for like three hours, just standing, just to check out. Amazon could have delivered it quicker. <laughs> well, but this was this was, I mean, this was yeah, fifteen years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Circuit City was too <laughs> <Yeah>. busy. <laughs> radio, I should have gone to Radio Shack. Radio they can't Shack. hold that many people. Ah! God rest his soul. <laughs> but yeah, it was just awful. It's just off. So, like, yeah, Black Friday, we talking talk about, about it. it. Let's not talk about it. No. It's off. No, absolutely not. We wow. should not talk about it. I was just going to talk about traffic, not in general, or, like, people in traffic. Okay. And rage and stuff like that. Um, There's traffic on Black Friday. There is. <laughs> <laughs> Brian got to experience this. We were picking up our kids at school. I was backing into a parking space next to Brian, and a woman chose to walk directly behind my car with no rush whatsoever no very much not and so i chose to stop good that's rather a, than run over her that's a because positive i didn't want to hurt her emer- emotional need of security or by her ankle need of being physical whole <laughs> right and she turned and she smiled and she laughed and she said oh it's fine it's fine brian isn't that what happened um i think so no, she, she looks like Brian's thinking the, no, <laughs> something, no, something happened differently. What, that's not what happened. She kind of scowled and then, go ahead. Well, she she scowled at me as if I had tried to kill her. Right. And then, not knowing that I'm on the phone with Brian, she turns and looks at Brian and gives him the, this guy. Yeah. 
Pointing hands up and shrugs. And I'm, I'm literally, Jay, sitting next to me in his car. I'm in my car. We're both on the phone with each other. <laughs> she has no idea. So what my thing is, do better, lady. What has happened in your life? What emotional needs have not been met? That somebody coming within 10 feet? Seven. How dare you? How, How dare, dare you, you, sir? sir? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what happens when your emotional needs are met. She's probably been either disrespected. She's had a lack of security, a lack of something that me coming within 10 feet causes her. But look how quickly she turns and looks to, to a stranger. somebody that's going to commiserate with her. And join her in her emotion. So did you see her? Oh, yeah. So what did, what, what, what did you do? What oh, did you do? Did you do anything? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> so she looked, she gave me a quick look and then kind of turned away. And then so I started like looking over at Jay and like pointing at him and like gesturing like he's a big jerk. <laughs> <laughs> But she missed it all. Like, if she'd have looked, she'd have been like, yeah, <laughs> screw that guy. And so I roll my window down, and I'm now pointing back. And the funny thing is we're pretending to yell, but we're not even yelling. We're, <laughs> we're mouthing not even really words. talking. Like, right. And, and, I even, the phone, I think, and at this point, my daughter, Bella, is in the car with us, and <laughs> I'm pretending to yell. Look. And I even give Brian, not the like the middle finger, but like when you take your one arm. The old you, Italian. The old, you know, you know shove up it up your, your kind right. of thing. And Bella was like. Daddy, what's that? And I said, well, I don't know if it actually means F you or up yours, but it's an Italian thing, more, yeah. you know, and then. We had a whole discussion on how it's gone kind of out of style. Nobody no. knows what it's like. So what we're bringing it, it back. Does so. it mean stuff the turkey? Uh, well, <laughs> it does. depends on what the turkey is. As it is. So as we left, I turned to Brian. I said, hey, I'm going to try to run over another nice lady. <laughs> and as I'm pulling out, there's a woman pulling out from in front of us. And so I slow down and let her go. And she jams on the brakes and yells at me because she thought I was going to broadside her. Yeah. And I literally called it. Through, so within 10 minutes, I had greatly offended two different people. So yeah. either I've got to do better in my driving and I stand by the fact in those cases, I was clean. Yeah. They maybe need to have their emotional needs met and not be so angry as so many people are in traffic. So many people. So they honk. need to do better. And yes. the people around them need to do better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would yeah. think so. It's have like you a symbiosis. <laughs> have you noticed more and more like you get honked at for doing something not wrong in traffic? Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. You were coming through the, um, Jay, you were coming through the panel shopping center. I sure in the was. right lane, in, in the, right in the lane. way that you should be going. You see a guy blazing across through all the different parking spots. And then I I kept going down the lane. And Joe and Bella were in the car with me. And this guy's cutting through all these parking lots and then tries to cut in front of me. And I don't speed up. I just keep going. And then he starts honking at me. And Joe and Bella were like, what? Why did he do all that? And why is he the one mad? And I said, because that's how people are. Do better. Yeah. Do better. <laughs> do better. I, I've been honked at making a left into my plan. Stopped. And a car will come up, screech their brakes, and then flip me off and honk. I'm just trying to turn. Yeah. I'm just trying Into to turn. Into my street. To get out of my, your way. To get out of your way. I wasn't like just waiting. I didn't jam on the brakes. I was already stopped by the time they got there. But it does come back to emotional needs. That it's, you know, that guy probably just got yelled at at work or he just lost his job. Right. Or there was a red light. Either way. But there is some need not being met. And so where does it spill out? Somewhere safe. Somewhere that it, it hits them all at once, and that's traffic, you know, or cars or whatever else, you know. So traffic is now the con well 
comment sections in YouTube are now the traffic of life. You know, uh, you, you have the ability to just completely randomly do whatever you want or say whatever you want or look however you want to somebody because you're in you're in your own little car pod. They're in their own little car pod. We're not all real. You're people. behind the keyboard. You're behind the keyboard. You can say or do whatever you want because you're so separated from each other. And protected. And protected. Exactly. You know, as we get into the third hour of today's podcast, <laughs> we could really look at the fact that the the disassociation that it's not really a human being. You're not. You know, because no. you do it online, yep. you know, that's just a computer screen. And like you said, it, it manifests itself to traffic. And oh, that's not really a person. That's a car. Yeah. You know, so we'll get to that. Yeah, absolutely. But There's a lot um, of things we'll get to. Yeah, so do better. Do better. Do better, everybody. Black Friday. Drive better. Do better. Be, be kind. Get better deals. And uh, that's the show. So, um... Some things I want to call out. Our website is up and fully functional right now. You can sign up to receive an email from us for when we do new episodes or put out some new source of content. Um, you can check out our show notes of if there's anything on the show What's today. The oh, lunchtimeinroom.com. You know what excited me the other day? I went on to Spotify, Spotify and I started in my little search bar and I'd never done anything with Lunchtime in Rome before. And I started typing lunchtime in, and our podcast came up. Oh, that's we awesome. are the number one lunchtime in <laughs> podcast. Yes. Yeah, so you, speaking of that, you can subscribe now on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. There's a couple other places you can check them out on the website on Ways to Listen, um, which is also awesome. There's also patreon.com uh, slash lunchtime in Rome, where if you want to go and throw us a couple bucks you can do that now we're going to be creating different tiers of membership uh as we go along we're still trying to um determine what those are going to be but th that's going to be fun but our patreon is up um go check us out on patreon.com slash lunchtime in rome we want you to be in the room with us both literally and figuratively more figuratively than literally but you know we just want you to be a part of this podcast in any way possible and there's a thing they call the value for value model what did you get from this time was it worth a cup of coffee? Maybe it was a movie. You know, if this goes almost an hour, some movies are an hour, whatever else. And that's what we want you to be a part of this team, what we're doing here, hanging out with us. And yes, I've already had people say to me, how do you become a guest? I can't wait to talk about the past hurts my parents put me through. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> your parent is my brother. So. <laughs> but then again, he's not going to listen. So. But there's going to be lots of ways to get involved. Yes, absolutely. And you know, we do want to get some other things to make the show better. We're, uh, if you've noticed, we uh, we have some borrowed audio equipment uh, this week, so the sound should be better than last week. But we want to get our own and make it even greater, do better, do, do better, better audio. Do better. Um, so any of that would be much appreciated. And uh, that being said, I think it's a good time to sign off, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.